We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. On this episode, we're going to be talking about fantasy football is coming up. So we're going to dive into that, some spitball, and we're going to preview the AFC South. So stay tuned. Did this shit my whole life. Yay, yay! First of all, I don't know why I'm bringing this up now. I should have brought it up before. That shirt? What is that? I made it myself. Bro, you don't know what the shirt is? You Thank God. Thank yourself. Yo, you don't know what the shirt is? We just had SummerSlam. Homage to Dude Love. Oh, my God. Nah, definitely not. You definitely have- <laughs> love, bro. Definitely you, you love. Also, you are like infamous for shitty shirts. Because yeah. I remember when I came Am to I? your house one time, you had a white shirt that looked like it, it's been through literally like the Vietnam and War. And they're all like, <laughs> cut like around the collar shirt, too. It's like, yeah, like around the collar. What's Always, a lot of your shirts are like that. You cut the collars? Oh, I mean, I have this bad, like, uh, as his habit of chewing my shirt collars. And that's what ends up fucking them up. Wait, but this one, I, this one I cut. What are you, four years old? This one I cut to make a V-neck. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like a modified V-neck. <laughs> it is. Yeah, that's what I, 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 I fuck with V-necks. <laughs> I'm going to go easy you on you. You can buy a V-neck, right? I, I have only V-necks. But then this one was a tie-dye right. shirt. Not a V-neck guy. So I cut off the, the sleeves. I cut off the, the neck. Uh-huh. You'll see it on video. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go easy on you because you just got engaged. I did, I did, I did, I did, I did. <laughs> This I'll, I'll take actually, my cat. Oh, we're supposed you, to be you. we're supposed to be clapping, right? How yeah, I think so. <laughs> I uh, yeah, just, I just got back from uh, my vacation. With my girl Maria is her name. It's not your girl, it's not no your more, girl, bro. bro. You're right, my fiance. There you go, my fiance. My fiance. So yeah, I just got engaged. Cool times. Got down on one knee, did the whole speech and the ring and all that. It's fire. How long yeah. was the speech? And most importantly, she said yes. Most importantly, yeah, she said yes. Luckily for me, now she's stuck with me forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Unluckily for her. Yeah, unluckily for her, that's for sure. I mean, unless divorce, right? 
yeah. she walks out on the altar. Just Yo, saying. fifty-fifty though. Like I, I gotta keep it. I gotta keep it. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. Keep your fifty. Gotta keep up. it strong. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, I'm, it's a good day. It's a good day. That's I'm, dope. Uh, I'm very happy. That's dope. Also terrifying. God, I'm feeling old right now. <laughs> Let's move I'm not forward. Gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It makes you feel old, Bro, but it also is, makes you feel ready to turn the chapter. You know. This is my my fourth friend that I'm close with, that is getting is getting married. I, I have well a friend of mine from Buffalo, so that's why he, Dominic, Danny, him. Yeah. It's like oh, you know, boy. crazy, and, I, and I'm the furthest away from getting a girlfriend. So bedtime. We're all life. We're all getting old. Right, yeah, I think gonna, like in four or five years, it's gonna be expensive summers. Damn, that sucks sometimes. It's going to be... Yeah, the wedding's going to be a fucking... If you don't have your life together by like 32, it's over. You can't do anything in the summer because <laughs> everyone's getting married. You're going to have to pay for a bunch of shit. Bachelor parties Yo, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, even going to weddings and like... Oh, yeah, it's terrible. It's expensive. It's expensive. Yeah. I went to like two weddings in one summer and that was only two and I was like, you know, let's relax with this can, shit. Can we, not, can we not get engaged and married? Look, you guys I, just like... I'm aiming for next summer for... Uh, for like the whole thing because I'm a teacher when I'm not here, so I want I want to go on my honeymoon right after. Oh my so god, yo, we're gonna have. Good. Oh, so you so you're gonna get married at the same time around Dominic? Sorry, right, so yeah. Go back to back, right yo, there. We're gonna, right have, we're gonna have three weddings in four months. Who, who's the third? Yo, Danny's getting married in no, April. Dom is, Dom is the next year though. He's oh, the year after. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. All right, so we're good. So yeah, start getting your envelopes ready, fellas. You know what I'm gonna do? I'll give you an envelope, but once that Greek shit where they throw the dollars in the air, I'll be on the fucking dance floor. Scoop scoop it. It. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to get my money's worth. Who's that money going to? Are you guys like it, strippers it, that it, night? It goes to the uh, orchestra and the band. Orchestra. I, didn't, I didn't even know that. I thought I was keeping that. <laughs> it's, it's not a call of an orchestra. No. <laughs> What's it called? Well, an orchestra DJ? is like fucking no. The the band is the it's the yeah, band. Yeah, the band. Orchestra is if there was orchestra cellos like, and well, fucking well, I mean, trumpets. All right, so you, you have you have a lot of musicians over there. So yeah, whatever orchestra, we'll orchestra. orchestra. Yo, live bands though at weddings usually fire. Hell yeah. Yo, they make bread because that's all extra. That's like tip. So you pay like a flat flat rate for them, and right. then the rest is just. Well, I, I'm like. not Greek, so all my weddings there's no money on the ground. Damn so, dog! I would have picked that shit up though. No, nah, or you could do it the cheap Greek way, where you just throw napkins in the air. That's that's another that's an alternative. If it's dollars, I'm walking around with a dustpan. <laughs> you see all the little Sweet kids head. always running around on the floor and just collecting dollars. Yeah, I had I had one wedding once where there was dollar guns, and they were the damn. Yeah, but that was uh, that's that was the like an ultimate the, strip club weapon. I was like, gonna say I saw that at a Vegas strip club. We'll end the story right there, but it was a good time. Yo, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Good day though. Gonna be I, I came straight here, straight from the vacation. We're all gonna be line dancing at your wedding. I might have to oh, pick yeah. you up in a chair. Uh, nah, nah, that's that's like a Jewish. Yeah, oh, yeah that's Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking but you gotta religion. do the square dancing. You yeah, I got not, you, bro. I'll you gotta do the Greek dance. Yeah, it's like being the Rockettes. What instrument is that, by the way? Is that like a banjo? Buzuki. It's like a Greek. It's like a banjo. It's like a Greek banjo. Yeah, that sounds like something I hear at a baseball game when it's like trying to fire up the crowd. Everything Greek. Is there any other Greek shit that I should know about before I get there? Uh, don't come to the to the like actual wedding. Oh, the Save church yourself. sucks. Save right. yourself. Don't come. Sucks. I mean, you could if you want to. Is but that just Greek? Gotta, you got to sit there for an hour and a half. Yeah. Whoa! I, weddings are quick for, in my yeah Catholics. That, that's a speedy wedding. They're like a half hour service or hour and a half. What are we doing in there? Taking tests? Yeah. Oh my god! It's just dude. Trash. They read Bible verses. They sing hour Greek and a half. songs. They're just like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? Yeah. Well, yeah. We're it's all like, sure. Yo. And we, the, the, we got to think about this. The, yo, the, do you the, have to do the uh, whatever they call pre-cana thing? The what? 
you're right about to blow your fucking mind <laughs> in the catholic church i guess because my sister just had to do this because she was getting married in a church you have to go to this thing that's like nine hours long it's like a class oh yeah we fill got out to. papers yeah we gotta do that oh man one of the dumbest traditions i've ever heard in my life yeah i mean i also have to become a member of the church which costs like five hundred dollars by itself well you're gonna be a deacon or something you're gonna be knows, a member man. of the church who knows yeah that's just gonna be expensive yeah and they call it donations too they don't call it payments they're donations well you know L. Ron Hubbard knew what he was doing. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Fucking See, funny? Mad quick story off target. I I was in a thrift shop. We were in a very small town called Columbus, New Jersey, right? Yeah. And we were in a thrift shop there, and I saw like a whole science fiction section by L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> so he, he is to? the founder of Scientology. Scientology. He has written the most like fiction books of all time, and he created this religion- and now people are following it. If Wait, you're a Scientologist listening, you guys are a little weird. Which man. religion <laughs> did he create? Huh? Which re- religion did he create? Scientology. Oh, that's a religion? If you ever watch... <laughs> Yo, hold it on. Is. I, I thought, thought it was like a class in college. No, I thought <laughs> that was like the sophisticated term for science. It's <laughs> 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 no, a religion. Yo, that's really It's a religion sad. that believes nah, that yo, we I all... Feel, I'm with you, bro. That um, we're all alien life forces, and when we die, our alien life force leaves... And goes into other bodies and shit, and it's a it's a it's quite a it's quite a show. Look, it, it, watch quite go, a reach going clear, me. going clear on HBO. It's a great documentary about that. I don't want to get started because we're gonna have some like how do we get eyes on us? Or how do we get shit? the Scientology? Because you have I to have no idea. Maybe oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. I feel like Tim is gonna become a Scientology. Scientologist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm off the market, ladies. Sorry, this bald head is taken. <laughs> contrary to Impy, Tim is off the market. Oh yes, yeah, contrary. We're <laughs> wasting no time announcing his single. Impy seven one eight. You already know your boy's single. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you see, he's been at the gym every day. Yeah, I know. He's getting after it. He said he lost eight pounds. Up in the gym. Impy's getting fitness. there, getting there. Yeah, he's doing it. Shout out to Impy. Shout out to Impy. All right, let's talk some uh, fantasy football here. Fantasy football is coming up. Our draft is next week, next Monday. Right? This Monday, yeah. About this four Monday. Or five days away. And then Ooh, uh, a week from today is the uh, San Agato Studio draft. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, I can't God. wait for that. And then my, my, my other draft is like a couple days after that, too. I, my draft I'm not going to be excited. It's the, best, it's the best time to do your draft after week three. I like drafting before and after. During it, I'm not having fun. During the draft? Nope. I love that's, it. That's the so best part. You risk everyone for their picks? When someone, beh- when someone before me takes what I want, oh, I it's, then you go back to the drawing board. It's hardcore. Like, oh! Or it's like you think it's a sleeper, and like he goes like in the second round. You're like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think you reached with that. I was planning on getting him in the fourth. I hate that shit. I remember Danny did that. Well, he, he did that to me personally. Like He took Kareem Hunt, and I had Kareem Hunt in like the seventh round. Even with the, the wear injury, Spencer wear injury, Danny took him in like the fourth round. Like, this guy either knows what he's doing, or he's an idiot. And yeah. Now I have no sleeper. It's hard to have a sleeper nowadays anyway. It is hard. I was just we we're just talking about this before we started recording. It's like everyone all you gotta do is pop in any type of like podcast or like follow Roto World or something and you're so up to date on everything and everything's average draft position. You, if you're drafting on Yahoo, if you're not drafting live, like if you're drafting on ESPN or whatever, they they lay out all the people for you. There's no such thing as a sleeper anymore. There's not. There's not. It's just you just need to have a hard stance on somebody and right. go from there. They should make it so that they're not in order. I agree. They I should just make it like alphabetical order, order and you yeah. have to look for the guy. Yeah. So when that would you, make it a lot harder. It's so um, much harder. 
when you have to enter so when you do a live draft and you have to enter the rosters another reason why i should get some credit for being a great commissioner that the, takes the order over 10 minutes the order it takes like 15 but the order is in alphabetical and you have to actually go and type in everyone's i name. did it one year for art league yo guys guys tell you something you, you guys you guys got your draft the fact that you guys don't know what your draft pick is until a half an hour before That's the draft great. is super corny and whack nah super whack why super whack how why do you it? prepare yourself Bro, you, have you can't. You gotta have bars, bro. That's how you prepare. You gotta have bars. But you can't prepare anyway. You yes, prepare you can. for everything. That's, for that's the best part. You yeah. become nah. most prepared. Yeah, yeah. bro. Nah. You can you can prepare for your first pick, and that's about it. Nah, no way. Why? Yes. No, I have a different strategy. If I'm picking fourth, than if I'm picking eleventh, in the entire draft. So ha- have so them you have already. both of them. Have them already. I mean, I do have. I, I mean, I have them already. But that's because I host a fantasy show and I'm here all the time. Sure. But. People, it's Dude, it's a very we've big. We've had our league for seven a, years. Everyone is prepared. You know for what everything. though? You know what? To your defense, two idiots in our draft have won twice. Maybe that's why. Because <laughs> I'm looking for reasons. I'm going on the record. Ralph and Dom. He's <laughs> calling you out. Calling you both out. Straight, just idiots. Didn't I already, even sugarcoat I, that. I told them. I was like, listen, I think out of everyone, and it's not a, it's not a slight at them. It is, but it's not. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't know nothing. I just think you know less than everyone else who's in the draft. And you've won twice each. And here's what I will say. Our friend Espo, if he wins this year, I'm getting the fuck out of this league because it's cursed. <laughs> Tell him about Darnold. Yeah, I was like, yo. I was like, because we were going out one night and the Jets preseason game was on. First game. And I was like, yo, do you want to just go to your, uh, to your apartment for a little bit to watch Sam Darnold and then we'll bounce afterwards? He goes, what? Not who? What's Sam Darnold? <laughs> so if he wins the fucking league, I'm gonna lose my mind. Every, I can't. I feel like every league has every, to have every that one has, person yeah, yeah. that has that asks the question, "What's Sam Darnold?" What is Sam? I Darnold? feel like I've been that. <laughs> so guy, what are you on Jeopardy? What is <laughs> Sam Darnold? That's the only reason why. That's the only way you can ever get away with that. With the way I finished that league in the standings, I feel like I'm that guy. Although my first <laughs> playoff appearance last year, so yeah, boss is also Your boy the is heating up. The complete opposite. <laughs> boss knows a lot. Can't win games for some reason. <laughs> yeah. It's like bottom three. Yo, it's fancy baseball is my thing. What were we talking about yesterday? That you're like, well, that makes sense. Why I've won 19 games in five years or some shit. <laughs> uh, I, oh, because I was we were talking about fantasy stories, and I was like, yeah, I think I took Zach Stacy and Toby Gerhardt as my running back one and running back two <laughs> in 2014, and I was convinced I was like, I was gonna be Chilling. solid. I think Zach Stacy was hurt or out of a job by week four and. Toby Gerhard was, was Toby I, Gerhard. I averaging one point eight yards per carry on Jacksonville. <laughs> I remember writing like a a fantasy column that year for my student newspaper about how much like stay away from Toby Gerhard. Do not do I it. I was like, yo, this dude's gonna get a shot on Jacksonville. Who's taking his carries? It was like Denard Robinson behind them. Yeah, <laughs> go on. That that Jacksonville team was atrocious. Yeah, that's why I thought you know Denard Robinson. Remember he took Scott Chandler on the waiver wire before me. Yeah, and and I had my waiver for Denard Robinson, and then I woke up and was like, "Yo, you guys really let me get Denard Robinson." Meanwhile, first of all, everyone got at me for that. Scott Chandler had a mad good game anyway. He had like eleven points. Scott Chandler was nice in Buffalo for he, years. Well, he was on the Patriots. He went to the Patriots, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was play. He had like three good games in a row. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll take this guy." He was like the first shot. I feel like after Hernandez. Yeah, for the dual tight end, they were trying to run. Scott Chandler, Shout but yeah, Buffalo. Uh, going back to what you said, Tim, I um. I mock draft from every every position. I do Yo, like three, four mock drafts a day. I Ooh, never mock draft. Time. Really? Maybe well, that, that's that why. That explains why you won 19 why. games. This is the first time I've ever mock draft. 
this year. See? Really? And he succeeds. Like, like really? Uh, how do you do it? Do you go on like ESPN or Yahoo? And no, I, I do the fancy like wizard thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Because it's different say. every time, and it's yeah. not like really. You should do that. That's the best one to do. So yeah, if you go into an ESPN mock draft because we play on ESPN, that's real people. It's real people, and you could pick the slot that you want. You know what's trash? And then, for the most part, I, for the most part, depending on what what lobby you enter, right? And then what I like to do is I'll find a lobby with no one in it, and then I'll be like, all right, let me get the eighth pick here, let me get the first pick, tenth pick, whatever. And then I just rotate. And I go to like pick 10. That's why it's trash. Because people leave early. A lot of people leave early. All and then the it gets auto picked. That's auto why pick. I didn't want to. Like, it's I, just like I'm wasting my time here picking it. I mean, it's trash until the seventh round. Did, and you know what else? Yahoo. And when Yahoo. I used to do it on Yahoo like two years ago. The first time I ever mocked draft was two years ago. They they used to. People used to leave. And then they used to give you the person who, who put, put the most points up. So kickers and quarterbacks would go in the seventh round. And be like, all right, that's, that's enough. <laughs> I can't. I like the fantasy wizard. Dope. Yeah, they also, they cool. give you a grade, and also you could literally get through the entire draft, draft your whole bench, and it's like quick because it's like automatic, and it's different every single time. Like in the other one, like Antonio Brown went like second, so it throws you off. I'm like, oh shit, I thought I was gonna get like fucking, you know, yeah, which is so all like very that. possible too. But yo, yeah. in my head, it's just like I have a feel where guys are gonna go. So I have like one or three guys, like one, two, three guys. Who I want, who I'm going to target with this pick, and then like you said, after the first round, it's just like, well, then anything goes pretty for the most part. So I don't feel the need to mock. So let, all right, so let's because you generally know where guys will go. It's just like in what order do they go? You're pre- you're prepared for the entire first round. Is what you're saying? Wh- who's your favorite guy to not take in the first round this year? Like who are you definitely not taking this? That's going in the first round usually. Saquon Barkley. You're not taking Saquon. No chance on taking Saquon. He already pulled his hamstring, so he's gonna be hobbled. I would reach for Saquon. Eli came out and said, "I'm not. We're not." happy that he's going to be missing precious time that he's going to need i mean yeah he's a rookie so also I mean, alvin kamara i'm not taking i'm not taking i don't him. want alvin yeah, kamara yeah. either i'm not t- touching alvin kamara with a 10 for pole if someone i know who it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be one of them <laughs> <laughs> one of, and they're gonna take him high yeah. like five six yeah they're gonna take him and i'm gonna go <laughs> i knew it nah that's gonna and then be, that's gonna pan out because he's gonna break off like 19 fucking 400 yard it's runs. gonna be the ralph jay pick this year yo jay ajay des bryant last year jay ajay seventh des bryant in a 10 man seventh and then what? He's, a, he's a cowboy fan right yeah, yeah. that's 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 you know that's, yeah, was, that's what happens did you make li- the playoffs it. there no. was someone on 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 the our twitter who asked us sh- should i take tom brady with the fourth overall pick I said, for God's sakes, please no. But here's the Different thing: well, some well, people do that. Well, like well, some people like do like like some people is like, oh, yo, I probably won't get Aaron Rodgers in the first round. I'm like, he, there's no quarterbacks so, going in our first round. Hold on, no, to no. be fair, I won a I won a Yahoo League one time. Throwing touchdown passes were six points. That's different. So I took Rodgers as my number one overall pick. This was 2012. I think 40 touchdowns he threw. I mean, that's different. If, if your touchdowns, yeah, like, yeah, if, if your touchdowns are worth six, take a quarterback. I'm not even gonna laugh because I'm about to fuck around and try something new this year. Maybe take a quarterback first round. Don't do it. Don't out. sleep. Don't do it. There's See, so many. I'm, I'm doing the so opposite. Little. So what I what I usually do when I draft. You always take Rodgers early. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is a staple in your fantasy. Team, your no, fantasy no, no, no. I, I draft I draft a quarterback usually in the third round. I'll take a, a quarterback. The only third I'm round I'm not going to do it this year, I think. A-Rod. Yeah. No, so I mean, usually, always on his team somehow. Somewhere. Or like when Breeze was like lighting up the league, I would take Breeze too. But – I was like, yo, I've, I'm like, I know this pick is going to pan out. 
Unless it's last year and I take him in the third round and he goes down. And my first overall pick is Odell Beckham. So made the playoffs. So what's good? Anyway. So uh, for those of you who are wondering why we, we take quarterbacks late, why you would take quarterbacks late, because a lot of people are, are wondering that. Because They're not that valuable. Well, quarterbacks score the most points. So you need a good quarterback on your squad. The only thing is there there's not much separation variance, between yeah. them. Right. So if you're drafting Phillip Rivers in the 11th round compared to Tom Brady in the 6th round, those guys are going to give you comparable fantasy stats for the most part. So that's why you wait until later because the variance between running backs is so much greater. They're not as valuable. <laughs> yeah, that's my thought process. The team. The QB every year. Right. That's yeah, yeah. I, li- I like to wait on quarterback. And that, a lot of times that, it dictates what wide receiver I have. I like I've the, wound I'm up a big with like Derek Carr last year was my number one at the start of the year. Jameis Winston, Matt Stafford I've had. Matt Stafford always falls, and I'm okay with Matt Stafford in like the 11th, 12th round. Matt Stafford is my favorite quarterback this year. I think he might have MVP potential this year. That is very interesting. Well, more about that on the football preview show. What I was saying is like I usually usually pay up for a fucking quarterback, but I think I'm going to try and not do that because I think that might be the difference between me. I haven't won a playoff game. And mm-hmm. I did it the other day. Since 2014 in our league, I have like the third most wins. I haven't won a playoff game. Yo, last year was I the first buys, year. I get buys. I get into the playoffs, lose first round. Anytime I've played, I've lost in the playoffs. Last year was the first year I changed my strategy. I was just take two running backs, but I switched it up and I took Jordy Nelson second round. I did fig. <laughs> I mean, it worked out okay for week one, but then. Uh. <laughs> for, week, for week one through four. Jordy Nelson yeah. was a beast because I, yeah, I, I, I can tell you that because I had him. Tim had similar teams. We had yeah. Tyreek Hill, Jordy Nelson, and I had Stephon Diggs. I got him in like the fifth round, Diggs or sixth round. Man, that was a nice pick. Last year was a last year. I had I'm fresh off a championship. I'm fucking feeling myself, thinking my shit don't stink. I drafted Marco Murray and fucking Jordy Nelson. I had the twelfth pick. I actually traded out of the seventh pick for the twelfth pick. <laughs> what happens? What happens if you trade out? Do you get anything in? No, no, nah, nah, just Wait. traded. I just I just swapped. Draft positions with my brother Michael. But you just said you like knowing that you're picked beforehand. So why does it? Why? Why well, would you I, want to trade out? I swapped weeks earlier. I, I made that trade while I was in Europe. Who did because Michael end up I was getting? Julio Jones, which I didn't want. Julio Jones. Julio Jones again. I don't want him this year because he doesn't get. To, he doesn't catch touchdowns. I figured I can get a nice player on the turn, and then in the third and fourth round, I ended up picking up Keenan Allen, Tyreek Hill. So that ended nice. up working same. out pretty well. Same. Yeah. So super. Same. I just. I, I just fucked up those two draft picks. But the strategy, here's what really killed me. The waiver priorities didn't switch. So oh. this year we're playing for the first time with FAB. If anyone knows what FAB dollars are, it's yeah. you have to uh, bid for free agents. It's like more of a even playing field when it comes to getting the free agents. But last year I switched it, and then Michael had number one priority. He ended up getting Tariq Cohen, who was like the big hotshot yeah. free agent. I ended up waiting a little bit and getting Chris Thompson, which I was, you know, karma. It works out. Yo, Chris Thompson killed me against the Chiefs one week. He was really good. He was like the quarterback. They were playing. It was like Monday Night Football. I was going against Chiefs defense of three points, and I think the Chiefs had just taken the lead by three or four, and the Redskins were going for a win, and they just kept running crazy laterals. I'm like, yo, I'm going to lose this game because they're going to give up a fumble and fucking scoop and score. What happens? Scoop and score time is long expired, like 10 minutes ago as they're throwing laterals. Scoop and score, I lose my fantasy week. Y'all was living. That is, that is, that's tough. That's my worst loss. Chris if Thompson, I though, was... the playoffs on that, I would have been furious. Yo, my worst Fantastic. fantasy loss, you guys remember uh, that Monday Night Football game? <clears throat> it was the Saints against the Dolphins in New Orleans. Sproles just went absolutely... I think he caught two touchdowns and had a, a punt return. That was years ago. That was years ago, yeah. I had a 74-point lead 
going into Monday Night Football against Breeze and Sproles, and I lost by four points. Damn. I think I beat Ippy one game with a game-winning field goal. Like the game, it came down to like the Monday night game, and it ended on like a game-winning field goal, and that put me over to win. I was so high. You guys ever be, were a victim of a stack correction loss? No, thank God. I so was my I was a victim. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> last year in Brodo, I went eleven and one, and the only game I lost was by point four on a stack correction. Oh. Do you know what would happen in our league? Dominic was won a game and then a stack correction happened. Oh Do you know God. what would happen to me? <laughs> Forget about it. It's hard, man. He's a cop now. He's got a gun. <laughs> yeah, it's over. I would just us. change it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I mean, there's nothing you could do about it. That's why I'm never I'm never comfortable until Wednesday. Wednesday's when they put it together. Like when I have like a whatever wide waiver picks and like all right, we're kind of on to the next week now. Yeah. Oh my God. Those those stack correction losses are tough. You've had one. Yeah, last year. One. I either win by an amount that, like, I don't a give a shit. A stack correction don't matter. Yeah, like, I don't care if the Monday night game goes. Like, I don't know how it goes because I'm going to win this game. Or I'm down, like, 60, and I got, like, three players that are, like, a quarterback, star wide receiver, and, like, a good another wide receiver whatever. And I'm like, could happen. Everyone shits the bed. Yeah. And definitely. then I just score, like, seven points. Yeah, I'm like, usually, all right. It's usually how happens. If you look, if you go on ESPN and you look at my playoff scores – you're like, what? What is good? <laughs> My best players? That you know what happened to me? I looked at it last year. I played Eric in the playoffs. My team did insanely well. His quarterback and like best running back put up like his quarterback put up less than twenty points. His starting running back put up like ten points. He had one player that put up like thirty five. I forgot who it was, but I was like, you gotta be kidding <laughs> me. Thirty five. I can't. I can't do Classic it. Classic Joe breaks in the playoffs. I can't. Man, I can't. bad bad beats in the playoffs are the worst. Dude, it's all, there was one year I was in two different leagues. I lost one by one point and the other by 0.5 points. Alshon Jeffrey. I got it. <laughs> in the back of the end zone. I was like, there it goes. The whole league's fucking done. I was so angry. Share your bad beats with us on Twitter if you can. Dude. Everyone is listening. I, I, I want to hear had, the bad. You guys had nothing your, worse than that. Or good wins. Or like bad wins. I guess you'd be calling Nah, great wins. Those are great well, wins. Bad, well, bad beats, great wins. Yeah, yeah. true. Uh, it's just like, Gotta go double negative. Have you guys had your first round pick go down? DeMarco Murray. Last year, Mike Evans, mm. Odell Beckham, David Johnson. In three leagues, those are my first round picks. Mike yeah. Evans went down, Odell went down, and fucking what's his name went down. That's rough. It that was rough. it was sick. It was awesome. <laughs> DJ last year was a big because he came out hot. He came out like, oh yeah, it's about to be another DJ year. Oh yeah. Yeah, he had uh I think I remember on DraftKings he had like 15 DraftKings points at halftime. He's going bananas. But yo, I had Jamal. I sent you guys the video. Jamal Charles runs out of bounds in Detroit, and you know how they have that flat first down marker, and then the guy is holding the, arrow, the stick. Yeah, on the floor. He's running out of bounds, and he steps on that little marker, which is probably the size of two iPhones combined, like right side by side. Tears his ACL. So the Ugh. first year I played in a money league, two hundred dollars. Bye bye. Money gone. Damn. That reminds me of a of a bad beat I had once. I was actually at the game. I don't know if you remember this. Remember Maurice Jones Drew played for the Jaguars? I'm looking mm-hmm. at Boss because he's the Jet fan. And there was the Jets versus the Jaguars. And the Jets uh ended up losing the game because Maurice Jones Drew ran the ball up to the goal line and then took a knee right in front of the goal line. And I had Maurice Jones Drew on my <laughs> fantasy team. 
So it was like the Jets lost in that moment and my fantasy team. I can't remember if that's the reason I lost, but I remember being very angry about it because of it, because of my fantasy team. Man, talk about double whammy. That sucks. Do, do you know what I didn't used to do? When I was <laughs> terrible. When That's I was an a, awful beat. It's yeah. such a bad beat. When I was a kid, I used to not draft anyone from the AFC East. Or I, I still kind of do that with the NFC East. I, I don't know how you just take I'll away three draft teams Tom like that. Brady I can't do it. Team. There's like there's not a whole lot of draftable players in the NFC East. If you Yo, know. do you? What? The NFC East. There's a Zeke lot of draftable players. Zeke is like a players. number one overall pick. Yeah, I know. There's Zeke, Zeke Odell, and fucking what's his name. Carson Wentz. I mean, in the first round, we're talking about a lot of good players. Oh, Alshon Jeffrey, J.H.I. Yeah, no, I'm on the about Eagles. J.H.I. Yeah, no, I'm, have him I'm down with J.H.I. I'm not. He's gonna. Be, he's going in like the fifth, fourth, fifth round this year. I, I want all of that. Give me all that J. I Yo, do you guys uh, ever find yourself rooting against your favorite team because of your fantasy team? Never. <sighs> Never. It depends. Never. I'm like, yo, I hope he has a day, but like, lose. If because so, sometimes yo, the Jets are never, already bro. losing to the Patriots, like thirty to five, or th- five, thirty to seven. So like, if, if I have <laughs> if I have Chris Hogan, I'm like, yo, the Jets already lost. They're let's, not throwing the ball at that. Point, let's make though. it forty two. Nah, fuck Chris that. Hogan over the top. I played uh I played a seventeen week fantasy league one time where it was Ugh. week seventeen was a championship game and it was the year the Giants beat. 2011, the Giants beat the Cowboys. Week 17, winner takes all Sunday Night Football game, makes the playoffs, wins the NFC East. I had Tony Romo. He's getting sacked, and I'm over there just loving it. I didn't even think about my fantasy team at that point. And it was a pretty big pop. First place was like 1500 bucks. I was, what, 20, 21 years old? So it would have been big-ass money. But still, I'll, I can't root against the Giants because of my fantasy yeah, I'll team. Never, I'll never root against my team. Yeah, I won't root against them, but like, but there is circumstances. No, nah, there isn't. I, I can sit here and be like the only circumstance would, would be if that league was like a million dollar first place pool. What would about you the fact rather that, your team like win it all or your fantasy team so, win it of all? Of course, course like, my fantasy team. Yeah, but that's what it like boils down to. No, nah, like. but it doesn't because the look the Jets last year, trash. I wanted them to suck for Sam, which ended up happening. Hallelujah. Right? I wanted them to do that. So I'm rooting against them. The whole year I'm rooting against them. Like I'm I'm enjoying the success while it was happening. And when they were putting a run together with their five hundred, I'm like, yo, if we can make the playoffs, holla, right? But as it gets to week twelve, week thirteen, I'm in the playoffs. The, my guys are facing the Jets. I'm not rooting for the Jets. The Jets are already out of it. What's the point? Trash. There's no point. I, I want the Jets to that. lose, plus I want my fantasy players to, to, to do well. Like it's all wins, even though it's a loss. <laughs> 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 you know, it's all wins for me. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Because never understand. That. We had this debate on the show, like, would you ever root for your team to lose? And I am a proponent of I that. think everyone roots for their team to lose if they're like in that position where it's like, we're not gonna make anything. Oh, right? yeah. I'd rather just get a first, you know, a higher yeah, pick. The Giants at this point. But that's year, at a like, certain yeah, point. Out. At the start of the season, you no, 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 absolutely not. If it's like week one, one yeah, okay, yes, you're right. Week one, we're playing the Jaguars. If Leonard Fournette has fucking four hundred yards and a touchdown, and we win, I'm psyched. Of yeah. course, of course. <laughs> I'm like, yo, our defense sucks, but of like, course, of course. fuck, let's get it together 400 yards. But I'm not going to, if he like rushes for the game winning touchdown, I'm be like, this guy could suck me and I'm trading him right now off my team. I'm, it, it does soften the blow a little though, no? Like at least you benefited from no, it. No, yo, I'm, I'm really like, uh, like, especially bad losses. Like when it comes down to like a game winning field goal or something like that, I'm like terrible. I'll always go back to the story. I think it was like 20... 15 when you were on your dining room table didn't say bye to anyone with your head down i sat there for like an hour and a half it was week one yeah it's because <laughs> that was when eli like we're playing that the was Cowboys. when Romo fumbled the snap and threw a game winner to jason Witten. dude uh 
Shout Every time Ward. there's a minute, over a minute left, and the Cowboys are playing the Giants, I'm like, well, this is over. Jason Witten's fucking, he's running a 7-2 down the field, somehow catches a 30-yard well, We don't need to worry about that anymore, which is nice. Jeez. Hey, by the way, cheap plug, YouTube.com slash Veterans Minimum. We talked about that. We talked about that, and we got some videos out. Let, snippets of the show. If you want to see my tie-dye shirt, go check it out there. Yo, that shirt is <laughs> fucking serious. Sure, a lot of green on there though for the gang. I do it because you know, gang, you know yeah, I get, I get to show off my tattoos too. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Are you flexing? Flexing a little bit. Put it down. <laughs> subtle flex. Subtle, subtle flex. Not really subtle. That was that was a straight up <laughs> flex. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move on. Let's play some spitball. But before we do, let's uh, let's mention the Patreon. Uh, we have a Patreon set up so you can support the show, and there's some cool stuff that you can get some rewards depending on which tier that you pledge to. Our Patreon is Patreon.com/slash/VeteransMinimum. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Patreon spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Veterans Minimum. So if you want to support the show, we appreciate it. If you don't, fuck you. No. <laughs> yeah, shout out to everyone in there, too. Discord, yeah, everyone Discord is also, you know, one of the... It's mm, popping in the there. The perks of joining up and uh, the Patreons jump in. I'm uh, ready for Saturday, personally. They got the UFC tab in there. I'm going to be in that chat all night. Yeah. The, uh, the other day, we were talking in the Patreon, I mean, in the Discord, which, yeah. again, you get access to from the Patreon. And I noticed there's not many dicks that follow us. Like there's like literal dicks. Like they have dicks. Oh, they have dicks. But they're not like they're not assholes. Like no. everyone's like a nice person. They all get al- we all get along. We have the good sports chats. Even though like the debates are cordial. They're cordial, but they're you know they're in they're in it. They know they're what they're talking like, about. Fuck you, man. No, it's, it's not like that. But it's yeah. everyone knows what they're talking about. Everyone's well educated because they listen to VM, of course. There he goes. I know that was coming. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so yeah, that's the that's the Patreon. So anyway, let's play some spitball. We're gonna, we're gonna <laughs> fuck. We're gonna start with a new assignee. NXT debuted their new assignee. His name is Matt Riddle. He is a big independent wrestling star. His uh, catchphrase is "Bro, bro, bro." So he's pretty over. <laughs> but the reason why I'm mentioning a wrestler signing now with NXT is because he is the first ever UFC fighter. To get cut by the UFC on a four-fight win streak. Got pops for marijuana a couple times. Mm. Uh, wasn't having it good with the higher-ups. Shout out to Impy over at the UFC. And they got rid of him. But this guy is a young dude. Got the look. Got that MMA background, of course. And he's a very popular dude. So NXT just signed him. Yo, shout out to another wrestler, Jack Swagger. Yeah. Just tweeted out a picture with his Bellator gloves on today. He's doing Bellator? He's been signed with Bellator. Oh, I didn't even know like that. They, they're going to give him some time to train, but uh, yeah. Jack Such Swagger. a natural marriage. I feel like UFC is what like WWE would be if it was like like real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like not scripted. Yeah. Uh, that damn suitcase. Shout out to Aaron Sanchez, pitcher on the Toronto Blue Jays, who's been out a couple months with a Bruce Finger. Uh, nobody really knew why, but it recently came out that he admitted that he got his finger caught in a suitcase. And the suitcase fell from above, and it clipped his. It held his finger, you know, all the way down, and it fucked up his finger. So he hasn't been able to pitch since. Jesus. Yo, Aaron Sanchez too was nice. He's still a young pitcher, so he's, you know, missing some valuable time in his young twenties on a bad team. Good lord, uh, Degromination. Jacob Degrom is absolutely killing the league right now. He leads the MLB with a one point one seven ERA. He's only the fourth pitcher ever with two hundred plus strikeouts and a sub two ERA through his first twenty five starts. Leads the NL with uh, less than half of a home run per nine innings. Leads the NL with a two fifty five XW. 
expected weighted on base batting. I don't know what the hell the, the hell it is, is but he leads it. Baseball? He leads the NL in FIP, an ERA plus in WAR, a bunch of shit that I don't care about, but Yo, also what? says yeah, but also FIP, says what is that? Uh, fielding independent chemistry pitching. symbols, right? Fiel- fielding like, independent pitching, which means like, like a if there was school. no fielder there, would, would it he, would be an out? Like right, right, right. So he there's leads no that. error involved. Right, so he leads that. That's great. He basically leads everything. Uh, he's been this nice for a while, but this is the year he's putting everything together. He has less than 10 wins because, get this, the Mets suck. Listen, they suck, <laughs> but only at home. The Mets have the third best offense in baseball on the road. It's hard to believe, right? They are dead last at home. Dead last. Damn. Third best on the road. Third best behind the Astros and A's. In the, AL, in the Not even in the NL. In the entire league. It's a shame. Because Better than the Red Sox. That's crazy. It's, it's a shame, too, because crazy. fucking uh, stadium's awesome. Zach Wheeler is kind of having a great year, too, so I haven't had a chance to mention the Mets at all, so here's my little chance to sneak some Mets in there. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, what else is new? Uh, for the first AP college football poll, five of the last six years, Alabama is the favorite coming into the year. Rounding out the top five is Clemson, Georgia, Wisconsin, and Ohio State, despite Urban Meyer being, being suspended. suspended for the first three games. But he'll be back for Penn State. So how much of a suspension is it? I mean, it's, it, I'm really happy that he's not fired. That would have been, like been a To play like TCU and somebody else, I forget. But I know that TCU is one of those games. They are. I think they're the third game. Yeah. Uh, guaranteed violence. If you do not watch the UFC, just do yourself a favor and watch this fight this weekend. Justin Gaethje oh, God. versus James Vick. That's going to be a blood. Violence. <laughs> Violence. Yo, Gaethje brawls every fight. He lost his last two against Poirier and Eddie Alvarez, but he arguably, he definitely had fight of the year against Michael Johnson last year. That fight was insane. Go look that up if you're trying to get into the UFC. That is definitely a fight I would recommend. Michael Johnson, former NFL player. No. No, not him. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. The Michael- safety on the Giants? <laughs> nah, he, there was a Michael Johnson that nah. was, made a transition from the NFL to If you want to see MMA. Michael Johnson, oh. you can also see him on this card, too. He's fighting the co-main event against uh, Andre Feely. <laughs> Touchy Feely? Touchy Feely. That guy. Let's go. 9,400. I paid for him one time. Got me like four points. Feely's going off a win. Team alpha male guy. Not a Gaethje guy. What? You know this. You're bugging. I'm not. Why? How? I think he just has a crazy chin. I don't think he's Bro, like... Bro, his leg kicks are bananas. All right, he, he leg kicks. And he's an all-American wrestler. He chooses not to wrestle. He says he's going to wrestle this fight, so... He chooses not to wrestle. Because he just wants to brawl. Enjoy How are you not a fan of that? I'm a, listen, like, I'm not saying... entertainment. I'm not a Gaethje... Because, like, I don't think that he... Sh- like, I don't think he deserved an Eddie Alvarez fight. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he was 18-0. 1-0 in the UFC. Former champion in uh, but Eddie Alvarez is like a legend. Like, what did he do to deserve that? He's eighteen and zero. He's a champion in another organization. He's like a top. So 10, wait, you don't you don't like guy. him as a fighter? You don't like his fighting? You, like you like his fighting I just don't style? Think he, I, yo, he's exciting to watch. Yeah, don't get me I, that's wrong. what I think. He's but I don't th- I don't think for. he's like I don't think he's worthy of this. Whatever. I mean, I think James Vick has more of a future. So do, I think he's worthy. He's be, he's nice. He's been James in the Vick? UFC too. Yeah. Yo, watch out for those leg kicks, son. I'm saying James Vick is 6'3". His legs are get chopped off. He's nice, though. When He's you got a brawl like that in UFC, it's second to none. Yeah, no, it's great. Listen, exciting fights. And I, and that is the sole reason. That's what I think is the sole reason why he gets these fights. Probably. But I don't think he's that Oh, I don't think so either. great of a fighter. I'm a fan of his fights, bro. Yeah, he has, a, he has an insane chin. He gets teed off on, and he's still out there, <laughs> and he's still fighting. It's like it's crazy. But, you know, I'm just... I'm Violence, bro. 
If Eric heard that, he'd lose his fucking mind and kill me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, back on the mound. Uh, Kenley Jansen's returning from the DL after being put there because of an irregular heartbeat. He was supposed to miss a month, but came back a little sooner. One, he's one of the more dominant closers in the game, arguably the best closer in baseball, depending on who you're asking. The Dodgers were four and seven in his absence, and the bullpen really struggled. So he's gonna his presence is much needed out there. Um, ESPN though is reporting that he might have to, have to go undergo heart surgery in the offseason to fix the irregular heartbeat. Shit. As someone who had an irregular heartbeat in the past, I could tell you that it's nothing to fuck around with. So uh, yeah, so hopefully Kelly Jansen could come back. Kenley Jansen, excuse me, uh, can come back stronger than ever and be that person that we all know he is. So shout out to looked Kenley. rough yesterday. He took an L. Yeah, I, think I mean, it was first appearance back after after not after not pitching for oh, yeah, what twelve so. games yeah. at about a month, half a month. So, yeah, word. Um, all right, cool. Let's get to this uh, preview of the AFC South. Every week we've been doing this two divisions storylines to watch. Biggest Egyptian, Egyptian, biggest Egyptians. Yes, the biggest Egyptians <laughs> and subtractions uh, in the in the division and the rookie to watch in the division. So let's start with the storylines. What do we got going on in the AFC South? I'm leading this one off. I already know what this is gonna be. This is the this is the answer. This is the answer, and it's this. Tim is the biggest X factor in the entire AFC. It's Andrew Luck's shoulder. It's Andrew Luck. Everything about him. He is a top five quarterback in the NFL when he's healthy. Vegas is telling you that he is healthy because their win total went from six to seven games. That is one full game. Joe, you might be wondering, yo, one full game. What's the big deal? Compare that to the MLB. Imagine we're in Vegas. And you see the Yankees' win total is 80. And then the next week, it's 91 and a half. That's a big-ass jump. Yeah. So Vegas is telling you that his shoulder is fine. You look at some of the propositions on some of the players that are involved with him. T.Y. Hilton's receiving yards numbers have gone down as far as like the odds go. So he's becoming more of a favorite. His shoulder is fine. And he's a, clearly the biggest X factor in the entire division and I think in the entire AFC. Because if this guy is healthy, he is a top-five quarterback. He's carried shit rosters before. 11 and 5, 11 and 5, his first three full seasons in the NFL. And get this 2012, he's the number one pick. The next two NFL drafts, do you know how many players are on the Colts roster from those drafts? Eight. Zero. <laughs> now, one guy is on this roster right now that was drafted in 2013 or 14. This is what he's been dealing with. If you think he's overrated, that's fine, but you're an idiot. The guy's coming back. He's healthy. I think it is the biggest game changer in the whole AFC. Couldn't agree more. I, th- I think that he he is the biggest game changer. And I, but there is something that makes me nervous about him, and it's that he has not looked good in the two preseason games. The zip doesn't seem I mean, to. Yeah, he dude, used to zip the ball down the he field. He also like, yo, you take you take a month off from podcasting, you're going to come back and be a little rusty. Just as first, like your timing might be off. Your segues might be off. This guy hasn't thrown a football in 18 months in, in, in real life competition. And I guess that's his concern. Yeah, that is my to concern. say he can come back and be the same. Right. And it might take some time. Like maybe by like, you know, yeah. week four or something, he'll be back to like, but that's not even, that's just hypothetical. The most important thing is that he took hits. He landed on his shoulder. He got up through the ball again. That's the most important thing. But, I mean, that, that division completely changes if Andrew Luck is healthy, without a doubt. This is also daddy in the division, too. And I know that the Jaguars are a lot better now than what they were. I know that the, the Titans and the Texans are a lot better. But guess what? The Colts roster is also a lot better from what he left it, too. Best offensive line he's ever played with, arguably. Without a doubt, yeah. First round pick last year in Kelly. And now they take Quentin Nelson, who, of all the players in the draft, I think that guy is Hall of Fame bound 
a hundred percent. They traded down and they still got him. Yeah, seven, yeah, six. So and they're also going to get back Malik Hooker, the free safety from last year, Ohio State, their first round pick, who was all um, NFL.com. I put out after week six that he was the, the starting safety for the all rookie team. And then he tore his ACL too. So you're also getting that guy back too. So I think this roster is a lot better than what he left it. Taylor Hilton's nice too. He's much better with Andrew Luck. I'll tell you that. Oh, that's for sure. I think he's still good. He's still good. Fantasy wise, if if Andrew Luck is not around, he has taken the biggest leap that I've seen fantasy wise because of Andrew Luck. He was getting drafted like the eighth round almost, seventh round, kind of late seventh. Now he's up to the to the beginning of the third round because Andrew Luck is back. So that shows you as well like how much of an impact Andrew Luck can have on these guys. I don't know. Last year his numbers weren't that weren't that terrible. Most of his production came in like four games. He had four, like, giant games, and the rest were duds. So, hold on. That's not fair to say because you're high on Todd Gurley, right? I am high on Todd Gurley. That's the same shit with Gurley. Those last three games, he put up, like, 35% of his fantasy production. So, it's not fair to say that just because a guy did it in three, four games. He's a break, but, also a breakout they're, player. They're also, there's also a difference between Todd Gurley's when he was, during the entire year, he was a running back one. There was there was times where, where T.Y. Hilton was, like, the running back six. I mean, why was he, like, 68 I mean, all I'm saying is I think that, like, it, that whole argument, whatever, like, I think there's breakout players, and there isn't. There's players that you know at any point, this dude could turn this into 80 yards. There's not, not everyone's like that. For the most part, like, these guys are capable of doing that. I think T.Y. Hilton's one of those guys. Nah, you can no see him, like, streaking down the field and catching a ball, and, like, he could, he could run for 80 yards, but there's not a ton of wide receivers that could do that. It happens, obviously, but it's not, like, common. Can they get him the ball is the question. I mean, Jacoby got him the ball. Gen- uh, Shout to every once in a while. That's your boy. That is for the furthest. I heard they turned boy. down a second round pick for him. Bro, for he's Jacoby probably Brissett? Yeah. Yo, think of how many. Can you name three better backup quarterbacks in the league than him? Because I can't. I can't even name three right now. Nick Foles, Teddy Bridgewater, wow. Teddy Bridgewater, Josh McCown, <laughs> all the ones on the Jets. Jets QB room's looking pretty good. Just looking at that's all, I, off topic. I, but I'm honestly, just saying. yeah, they, yeah. They, they. What do they say though when you have? That many quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback. So I mean, I mean, unless one of them is young, they just took one fourth overall. They definitely yeah, have a third. quarterback third. All right, cool. So what do you got going on the AFC? Mine, mine's health too, and it has to do with a quarterback. Healthy stars in Texas. I'm look. Is Deshaun Watson going to come back off that ACL and be the same guy that he was last year? Now it's going to be really hard for him to be that guy because he's on face to throw fifty touchdowns, right? So unless he's the best player ever, and look, Dabo Sweeney, his college coach, said. If you pass on Deshaun Watson, it's like passing on Michael Jordan, right? He came in. He showed that he was outstanding last year. Now, he did have his rookie mistakes, and he did throw into traffic a bunch, but he made giant plays and big-time spectacular plays. When you look around on that team, you need someone who makes big-time spectacular plays. They don't have a great offensive line. They don't have a great running game, uh, but they have big-time wide receivers who can make big-time plays. And if you can have a quarterback that can get these big-time receivers – into these big-time plays, all of a sudden your team looks much better. On the other side, how long are we going to be talking about wanting to see J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney on the same defensive yeah, line? No. And it's and it's always the same shit. When are we going to see it? I want to see it. Because if those two guys, arguably the best two players in the, the, in the division at their positions, arguably, Andrew Luck has something to say about that. Calais Campbell probably has something to say about that. But when you have those two guys who, are, who can be considered that, you add both those guys to the same team, one of them who is the quarterback, one of them who gets after the quarterback, that is a giant, 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 giant 
difference. And if I I at least want to see it. I at least want to I want the the Texans to have a chance to put that the talent on the field and see what it can do. Let's just see it one time. JJ Watt's unbelievable. That dude changes games. But he's, he has he's, un- he's out there. He's unguardable when he's out there. I know. But he's been hurt the last two years. I'm saying though, this dude stays healthy. He plays fucking the whole season. Who you who you double team? <laughs> Watt or Jadavion? And they also got Whitney Merciless. And Whitney Merciless as, as well, if they low. want to put in like a little NASCAR package. Who you who you blocking? No one. I don't know. Good luck. That's who. Good luck. Especially Quentin Nelson. <laughs> Welcome to the league. Quentin. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the Texans this year. I, I always like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's Not gonna to mention be, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, yeah, of course he's he can produce. Will Fuller with a fucking uh, Will he Fuller's came out yeah, last year. Do you remember when what Will Fuller was like in fantasy last year with when Deshaun? Deshaun Watson was out there? Every week he Touchdowns. was catching an eighty-yard touchdown. Yeah, it's crazy. And Will Fuller was hurt to start the year. Nuts. And Braxton Miller is not is not Shut he's he's coming Miller. along as a as a wide receiver option. Is he still there? Yeah. Braxton Miller. Yo, how does Ohio State do it? Throw prior, Braxton Miller. <laughs> quarterbacks turn wide receivers. They got super athletes back Do you there. remember when he fucking gave someone the spin move like crazy? Brax? Yeah. Oh, fire. I love that shit. I like Braxton Miller. I used to put him on my Madden team. Throw him slants. Let's get you don't like Lamar? I, he's old. I, I like. I would have loved uh, Donta Foreman. I think Donta Foreman has a lot of potential. I you think Lamar Miller is good. He's not like... Yeah, he's, what do you mean? He's not... He's injured. Lamar Miller is good. If I'm, not, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I might be mistaken. I think he's starting to on the pup. Six games. But well, Lamar Miller is good. He's, he's serviceable. He's just old. Yeah. Bro, he's 27. He's he's old in terms of like his treading. Like he's a small dude. I just like I think he's like he's not gonna win. Like he's not gonna win you games. I don't think. Right. He's he doesn't have that breakout potential, in my opinion. But even Deshaun Watson makes his potential that much better though, because all of a sudden, if you're stacking the box against Lamar Miller, Lamar Miller doesn't have a chance. But if you put an even playing field, then Lamar Miller stands a chance. But he's not a he's not a workhorse back, and he's being treated like a workhorse back. So we'll see, we'll see. I I just I just want to see the Texans at full strength. I'm gonna go with a team that we haven't talked about that won a playoff game last year, the Tennessee Titans. Mariota's weapons and his you know it's more of the lack thereof. I know uh, Rashard Matthews has been like his best receiver, and he was a nobody in Miami forever. So you got him. A somewhat talented receiver, and look what he did. Now, Corey Davis needs to step up. First-round pick last year. He's been injured, and we haven't seen anything from him. I mean, in the playoffs, he had a, he had a good game. Right. But we saw flashes. Yeah. Like right. we, we haven't seen him out there, you know, all 16 games. We want to see him healthy. And Tywan Taylor, who they're expecting to step up, who was a third-round pick of theirs last year. Yo, so, he's been... He's been playing well in the preseason. Right. So they need They're raving about they need him. Both it's so of funny them. how they have they have Taylor Lewan and then Taewon Taylor. Sounds <laughs> 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 like the same name. Yo, but if, if the Titans want to see the playoffs again and especially as we talked about all these teams are getting better and improving, especially with Andrew Luck coming back, Sean Watson coming back, these guys need to step up for their quarterback, Mariota, who's been balling in Tennessee. So yeah, that's my storyline for for the Titans. Yeah, I'm not crazy about the Titans. No one was crazy about the Titans last year. Prime I like for regression. I like. I mean, they Derek were nine Henry, and seven. They weren't like anything special. They're they're a question mark because they have a lot of questions surrounding that offense. There's a lot of a lot of questions surrounding right, that right. offense. Right. So, Derrick Henry is assuming the, the number one role from day one this year. Well, let's see because Deion Lewis Deion is Lewis, one of my favorite Deion fantasy Lewis. sleepers out here as well. Titans last year had three wins versus backup quarterbacks, Jacoby Brissett and whoever Houston was throwing out there. Well, Brissett twice and the Macho Man, Tommy Savage, outscored by 51 points if you subtract those games. So they really 
beat up on those teams. I mean, that's what's on their schedule, though. No, nah, of course, yeah, but you also have to, like Tim says, take that with a grain of salt. Also, Delaney, that's my guy. Delaney Walker, that's his just, best weapon. Yeah, most consistent. And we'll see what Delaney Corey Davis Walker. does. Uh, fullback. Fullback, fullback turned Forty ers All pro potential tight end. That's wild. Who? Delaney Walker. Oh, oh, oh! Last year, the two worst running backs, um, metrics wise and yards per carry wise, Demarco Murray, and uh, why is his name escaping me? Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Really? Derrick Henry and had like a good run at the end. Yet no? they kept running him into that fucking line. Do you see the, the size of, of Derrick Henry? I would run him into the, anyone too. We'll see. I think Derrick Henry's good. We'll see. He didn't play well last year. I think at the end of the season, he was playing well. He he, he had 30 carries a, a game, so he had to do something. So Volume. Terrell Davis, but... Volume. Terrell Davis, baby. Let's give this guy the ball 40 times a Sometimes game. Sometimes it takes volume to get <laughs> I think, a guy I, going. I, 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 let me look up, look it up, but I think he averaged like 3.1 yards a carry. Who, Derrick Henry? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's whatever. Um, anyway, let's do the uh, biggest addition in the division. That secondary in Houston was outrageously terrible last year. And they added the Honey Badger this year. And you add a guy like that who can be uh, versatile and bring the culture of a defense that was phenomenal for a few years. That Cardinals defense was really a a problem for a few years. You, You bring that over now. He is recovering. He's not the same guy that he used to be. But just bringing him in, I think makes that secondary better, makes the defense better. He's a ball hawk, so if you do have those three guys on the line that we talked about earlier, pressuring the quarterback, he can make turnovers. And if you look at the Raiders from two years ago compared to this year, one big difference was last two years ago they led the league in turnovers forced. Last year they didn't force turnover until like week 11 or something like that, and you saw the difference in record. And I, being able to force turnovers, it's what the Rams are banking on too, right? They yeah. bring in... Uh, the two cornerbacks, Peters and Talib, and you have those two guys who are ball hawks because you have the front seven and Dominican Sue, Aaron Donald, and those guys pressuring the quarterback. So you want ball hawks. I think having that ball hawk back there, someone who can uh, go around and be a leader too on that squad, I think is a big addition. So I think the Honey Badger is my addition. Where he's lost a step, he's made up for it with his instinct. Because you go back to LSU, this was a guy that. I mean, he slowed down because he's had two ACL surgeries right, on the same right. knee. You have to, you have to slow down at that point. Even going back to LSU, he's made up for his lack of speed because of like his instincts. He was always there before, like he saw plays happen beforehand. And uh, yeah, man, that's big. Tyron Matthew coming over to Houston could be a, a big move for them. The only thing is, this is another guy you're adding to the defense. That's like, right. if you stay healthy, this would be a lot nice. Of question marks. Yeah. There's a lot of question marks. And also, turn turnovers is the most misleading stat in football year to year i remember i was telling you about the raiders going into last year it's like yo when when you're number one in turnovers or you're a top five whatever it doesn't translate year to year like just because you let it the league in turnovers one year it doesn't always transfer over so you got to be careful with that yeah my ad is safarian jenkins sj tight end yo the jaguars i remember one game because it was the London game where Mercedes Lewis went off. Oh, yeah. Like so three touchdowns. Yeah. Was, they, yeah they blew him. They wound up blowing him out. But we'll see if Blake Bortles gets a weapon in close, a receiving one. Like, Mercedes Lewis has been around the block. So he's old now. He's washed up. But, yo, ASJ is kind of young. He doesn't have much mileage because he was suspended. 
mm-hmm. and injured. So and played last, well with the Jets. Yeah, he played well with the Jets. He had like 400 yards. You know, didn't really get used a lot. I think he was underused too with the Jets. So I think if they want a receiving tight end, they have one now in, in uh, Jacksonville, and it's a nice weapon to have in tight um, for Blake Bortles. And they always say the tight end, like you said, Joe, last week, is the easiest throw for the quarterback to make. So I think ASJ is an underrated add to the Jaguars' offense. If you look at their receiving core, they don't really have anyone big. They have so, one. They have one guy. I'm gonna talk about it a little later. They have one guy. Well, they lost a lot of their production. Robinson, although he didn't produce a lot last year, and Hearns. So shady. They have a lot of good weapons, though. They they, they got weapons uh, all over the place. They really do. They, I I I'm a big fan of the of that offense this year, minus Bortles, which is a big minus because that's the guy who gets them. I'm not a fan because of I love their but I love their talent. I really do. I don't think it's good. I mean, what's good about it? What do you mean, what's good about it? What's good about that offense? Do you want me to go through it right now? Go ahead. I mean, Leonard Fournette in the backfield is a bruiser. Sure. Right? T.J. Yeldon is becoming, especially in the okay. preseason now, one of the Next. better, one of the better receiving backs in the league. Is becoming? What has he done? What do you mean? What has he done? T.J. Yeldon? Yes, T.J. Yeldon. Whatever. Okay. That's a that's a dual threat out of the backfield. It's that's nice, one of the better it's ones. A, okay, fine. All right, and then you have There's all like those five. receivers. You got D.D. Westbrook, Keelan Cole, who who both killed it last year. Dante Moncrief, uh, yeah. Marquise Lee, someone right. I'm going to talk about a little bit, DJ Chark, who's a 6'4 receiver out of Alabama. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, out of LSU. That's a lot of talent. That's a lot of talent. ASJ at tight end. That's a lot of talent. But none of these guys... Unproven. Also, unproven. Also... They're young. Not like like crazy playmakers. Keelan Cole, what did he do to make you think that he wasn't a playmaker last year? That's yo. All he did was run balls to the fucking house. That's all he did. D.D. Westbrook came in week nine. Nick, I think, was all over D.D. Westbrook from the beginning of the year. Got hurt, came in week nine, and, and played as if he was a wide receiver at least two. Yeah, but Nick the rest was all over him because he was a sleeper fantasy guy that no one was going to take. Right, but he ended up being just that after week nine, after he got healthy. But I'm saying, like, compared to the rest of the league, I don't think, like, do you think they have, like, a like a what is, seven wide receiving core? I mean, in terms of depth, Yes. You can have, yeah, but you you can have all the depth in the world, but it, it, you have to have the a good receiving core. I mean, look at what the Cowboys did two years ago. They went thirteen and three. All and these guys, no one's a number a, wide, a number one wide receiver. The Cowboys didn't have a number one e- that year either. What year? The year? What do you mean? Look what year? The, the year that they went thirteen year. and three. I mean, the the Titans were a different story because their their number one guy got hurt. The Titans, uh, the Cowboys are an anomaly. I mean, I could probably think of more times this happened. It's just not coming off the top of my head. I, just I mean, don't the think Jets are like great. The Jets reached the AFC Championship twice without a receiver who had a thousand yards. Yeah, but those receivers were really freaking good. It's it and was depth. Yeah, but it that, was, has, that has I don't care how far you they go because they're going to win games. I didn't think they were good last year either. Their defense is incredible. You can't compare. That'll win you a Super Bowl. The Ravens did that, but you could win a Super Bowl with a, with a tremendous defense. That doesn't change my opinion about your offense. I don't I, think your offense is great. I think you'll be surprised by that talent and wide receiver this year by the by the Jaguars. I think that they're. I think you're you're sleeping on the depth that they have. I, I Dante aware. Moncrief is a is a veteran. Marquise Lee's a veteran at this point. I mean, not veterans at, like that, but they're veterans at this point. Dante Moncrief's won before, plenty of times. Mm. He's also not been on the field a lot too. That's true. But guess what? If he goes down, the next guy up. Downs. Next guy up. He had like four yards one year and like eight touchdowns. Yeah. This fucking guy. Great red zone machine. Whenever having having him on your fantasy team is one of the most stressful things in the world. You're like, this guy keeps catching fucking touchdowns, but he has no yards. So am I going to put him in or not? It's the Jimmy two Graham ca- effect. Two catches, 12 yards, touchdown. Like two touchdowns. 
two catches, two touchdowns. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> we'll see. I'm Works not crazy, I'm, but I'm not crazy about the Jaguars' offense. Great team. They're going to win games. Not saying that offense. I don't. I'm not crazy about though, especially compared to this division. I'm also not crazy about. It. Uh, never mind. We'll just move forward. <laughs> anyway, what, who's got an addition? Uh, I'm going Andrew Norwell, the offensive lineman that the Jaguars brought in. They paid a lot of money to get him from Carolina. Um, he was one of the highest-rated offensive linemen, according to PFF, last season. And it's exactly what Jackson wants to do. They want to just pound the rock and not make Blake Bortles piss away games. So you beef up that offensive line, you improve that offensive line, bringing in a guy like Norwell. I think that's a big, big addition in that division. Yeah, you're going to have to if you have Fournette back there. You can give him the ball. I agree. I think that's a big subtraction for the NFC South as well, for the Panthers. The Panthers last year had a kind of terrible O-line, and now they're losing their best O-lineman. It's going to be. It's going to hit the Panthers, and, and everywhere it hits the Panthers, it's going to hit the Jaguars in the exact opposite way because Andrew Norwell is a beast. Luckily for them, they got two guys back there that can make plays Yeah, in Carolina. They do. Um, my subtraction is Mike Malarkey. Addition? The- subtraction. Are we a subtraction? We're, yeah, we're subbing. Subtraction. We're subbing them out. Yeah, I don't know. My subtraction is Mike Malarkey. Uh, you bring in uh, a, a new head coach in Mike Vrabel, right, who brings the Patriot way, per se, right? And then you bring in Matt Nagy, who last year, remember when, he, when the Chiefs kind of struggled? Isn't Matt Nagy the fucking head coach of the Bears? Oh, yeah, I'm bugging. Who, is a, who am I? Who am I? Uh, for who? What am I talking about? Lafleur. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Matt Lafleur. Oh. Excuse me. So I, I got I got some. I'm, I'm you already up. know Tim and Nate. I'm, I'm talking about the Bears' offense later in a, in a different thing. So yeah. uh, Matt Lafleur. He brings in. He brings a whole new offense. Last year, that running game was dreadfully inefficient. Mm-hmm. Dreadfully. Yet Mike Malarkey and his system made that. Made them turn around, hand the rock off for two yards and two yards and two yards and two yards over and over again, not letting the playmaker that is Marcus Mariota shine. This year, you have a Matt LaFleur-led offense, and you have a new head coach, like a new attitude in the building, a kind of different culture change. And you guys know how I feel about culture and, and how much that affects people. And you bring that new change in, and you and hopefully they let – Marcus Mariota be the playmaker that he is. The same playmaker that he was two years ago. I think the reason why they haven't let him, they're pulling back on the leash on Mariota is because he's been hurt. He's had injuries. And it's like, yo, one of the reasons why you're so great is because you run around and shit. You make plays with your feet. But you're not mobile right now because you've been hobbled with knee injuries. Haven't had a whole lot of depth either in Tennessee. And sometimes the drop-off is so bad between Mariota and the backup that Mariota at 70% is still a hell of a lot better than your backup at 100%. So you just work around it. I think Mariota threw more interceptions than touchdowns last year. I, at this, uh, he was hurt, though. And well, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because he was hurt. And I think it's the system, too. Like, they didn't let him be him. But Vrabel's so, also defensive. Like, he was a defensive coordinator for the Texans. But so that's why like, you bring in LaFleur, though. Do you let him? You let Lafleur take over yeah, the offense no. completely. I they think that give the ball to Derrick Henry. Vrabel hasn't been shy at saying that too. Like he's going to be the defensive guy, and the offense is going to be Lafleur's. I think that. I mean, I, I was saying at the end of last season, I'm like, yo, you just like abandon Demarco Murray and just let Derrick Henry be the guy. I think he's going to be good. I really do. Do you know there was no passing? 
A one one big difference between the Titans of two years ago and the Titans this year was DeMarco Murray completely lost his effectiveness in the passing game. One of the things that made DeMarco Murray great was his effectiveness in the passing game. You bring in Deion Lewis, who has quietly been one of the best two-headed monster backs in the league for the past few years, always slept on, always underrated, always performs. He's going to give you that option to get out of the backfield where if everything breaks down, you have that guy you could swing past to, and instead of taking a loss of eight yards on a sack, you get a, you get a gain of four or five yards on the outside because Deion Lewis is out there. It'll help move the change. It'll help keep the offense on the field. I think that the Titans, I think the Titans, it, it, I, I'm curious to see how they respond to this, how the offense changes. All I know is that Mike Malarkey leaving and his offensive philosophy leaving is my biggest subtraction because I think it's a good thing no matter what. I like I got Avery Williamson on that defense, mm. too, leaving. Uh, he was a big piece, tackle machine in the middle of that defense. The captain, too, calling the play. So they're going to have to try and replace him. I know they got Wesley Woodyard there, who's been there forever, Arakpo, a ton of veterans. But they also went out and got Rashad Evans from Alabama with their first-round pick. So Rashad Evans. Rashad Evans. Sean. F- oh, I think said Rashad. Rashad It's like, oh, shit, made a jump from the UFC to the NFL. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> like Michael Johnson. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, replacing uh, Avery Williamson started in the draft, and let's see if Rashawn Evans can step up and uh, take the helm at middle linebacker. Yeah, if Andrew Luck, we just talked about the Titans a lot. If Andrew Luck is healthy, they're finishing last in this division probably. This division has a lot of good teams in it. I see a lot of nine and seven teams in this division. It's a tough division. They're like, going to beat each other up. Ten wins is going to win the division. They're yeah, gonna beat each other up. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jaguars aren't nice. I would be surprised if the Jaguars aren't nice. I'd be Their surprised. defense is great. But I don't know. I'll get it. I'm not going <laughs> to go over it again. You already heard what I said. My <laughs> biggest subtraction is Chuck Pagano. Chuck A. Um, Chuck Strong and all that. His story was incredible coming back from cancer and whatnot. But the guy just couldn't cut it as a head coach. And I just, I, I don't know, maybe because... I'm not in their position, but I don't know what's wrong with just being a Robin to someone's Batman. Like, this guy is not a head coach candidate, but he's a great defensive coordinator. He was prior to him being a head coach. And players like him. Players love him, actually, because you saw the big outpour when he did get hit with the cancer and whatnot. But the guy is just like, he's not competent as a head coach. And you have someone like Luck, and you kind of pissed away a couple of years with him. So I think Chuck Pagano getting out is... Uh, a good subtraction in this scenario. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, what about the oh, would you, what? the rooks? The rookies, yes, the rookies. I'll start. I have a second round rookie, DJ Chark, there who I talked about earlier. The great white look, Chark. Look, six four. Isn't it Clark? No, it's Chark. Chark. Is it six yeah. four wide receiver from LSU? Right now, he's been playing well in the preseason. But here's what's really standing out to me. When he is in practice. The beat reporters, all they keep saying is he is routinely catching balls over the corners for touchdowns. Now, that would be great news regardless of anything. But their corners just happen to be Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boye, who are is, is the best cornerback tandem in the league, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. He's catching balls over them, right? And like you said, right now they have a lot of depth, but they don't have a number one guy. If he can emerge, and I'm not even saying this year, but eventually emerge as that Allen Robinson replacement. Now, Allen Robinson plays bigger than he is. He's only 6'1". This guy's 6'4". 
right? When you have that kind of athletic freak who can catch the ball over guys like Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boye in practice over and over and over again, it gives you hope. He's a second-round pick, so he is he's a little raw. He's not the best route runner, not, but not, he's he's impressed every single step of the way so far. Not only is he raw, we didn't really get to see much of him at LSU because yeah. of Joey's boy, Brandon Harris, throwing the rock. Yo, that guy couldn't throw Sucks. a football save his life, but you saw the size, like you said, of DJ Chark on the outside, and you're like, yo, I would just be throwing up to this guy every day. I think he wore number four in LSU, right? Who, Chark? Because like, he was just someone who stood out once with he Dupree, went to line too. up. Yeah. With Dupree. Yo, LSU produces a hell of a lot of good-ass yeah. wide receivers. Another thing, LSU was wide receiver you. And they never have a quarterback, which is crazy because you have that kind of talent. Like you got Zach Mettenberger was nice. <laughs> he was nice. He was a draft pick for the Titans. He still he still he had plays, a couple no? ACL injuries. I think he was with the Titans. Yeah, I think he's. I think he might still be the backup there. He's I definitely in the league. Mistaken, Mettenberger though. was nice, son. All right. I'm just saying he was like one of the better quarterbacks at LSU. So yeah, that's my that's my rookie addition. My rookie is Quentin Nelson. I mean, look, he was a, a can't miss prospect. Everyone was saying in the draft coming out of Notre Dame. You need help if you're Andrew Luck in that offensive line and you get a sure thing in Quentin Nelson. I mean, there's not much more to say about the kid. The kid's going to be a stud. And like I've always said, find the quarterback, protect them, go after theirs. They have a quarterback in Andrew Luck. Now they're going to protect them. Yeah, mine's Braden Smith, their second-round pick at mm. guard out of Auburn. Same thing with Nick. He could be a day-one starter. Quentin Nelson, Kelly. It's like, dude, you finally, you know, I don't know what light went off in their head. They're like, yeah, we got to protect Andrew Luck. And now they're starting to invest. Yep. And uh, Luck's getting healthy. They're trying to keep it that way for years to come. And they have three solid young linemen to do that. So, yeah, I think Braden Smith is also a big impact rookie on that line. If you look at this division, because we're talking about how they could beat each other up. And, like, you're thinking nine and seven. Like, you see a lot of teams nine and seven. The favorite in this division is Jacksonville. They're plus 170. The Colts are the biggest long shot. They're plus 400. It's the tightest any division is, according to Vegas. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes it's a, a lot of sense. very competitive division. Very competitive. I, I want to see Andrew Luck. Listen, Andrew Luck's not going is going to have tough sledding because he's going to have four games a year against the Jacksonville defense, and he's going to have four games a year against the Houston defense, where if J.J. Watts and, and what's his name, Jadavian Clowney, are both healthy at the same time, that's not going to be a fun situation. So AJ Luck's gonna be throwing out. I mean AJ Luck. There he goes. Andrew Luck's gonna be throwing out to the Wolves real quick, real real quick. It's gonna be. It's gonna be not very lucky. Boom boom. I thought we were gonna get out of an episode without one of those. Yeah. You know, I, dad, to Tim's puns. Yeah, you know, dad jokes are my specialty. Jesus Christ. But you think I'm? My dad is the. I call him the king of the pun. Okay. Is that what you call him? I do. I you do. don't call him dad. I call him, <laughs> I call him dad as well. <laughs> <laughs> Some days I call him dad. You said yours, right? Sometimes I call him pop. Yeah. All right. Dog, you don't respect Crazy. the shit at yeah. all today. Crazy. I forget. I'm trying to keep track. I gotta keep I'm trying to keep track. We're building on? this old line. I told you, Braden Smith. Okay. Just because it's not the sexy pick doesn't mean you should overlook it. That's what yeah, I'm, saying. I'm all about the sexy. Everyone's you know overlooking, you know, Braden Smith. Oh, here we go. Just saying. All right. Anyway, uh that is our show for uh this week. Uh, very excited to have fantasy coming through, and also football is knocking yeah. on our door. It's coming. It's coming. Lots of fantasy drafts in the next two weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Patrop on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Also, uh, at Brodo Fantasy for everything you need for fantasy football going forward. Um, Michael's back from vacation. We're recording today, so a new episode coming tonight. So stay tuned. Nick? At The Lame Show, Twitter, 
Instagram, twitch.tv slash the lamb show. Follow that channel for the DFS shows that'll be coming during the football season. Uh, at SCJ Pod, we just got our first thousand listens on an episode before pay per view, brother. Uh, thank you for that. At Degeneration Bet, MP and I did uh, NFL divisions, conference, and Super Bowl picks. Also, I'm going to be working with a company called Boom DFS. Got a nice gig to partner up with them. Just another platform to showcase the bars. So tune in for future details as well. Boss. At Endavito27 on Twitter and the gram. Uh, guys, go follow our Instagram, veterans underscore minimum. And again, our Patreon, patreon.com slash veterans minimum if you'd like to support the show. Also, before the season starts, we do have a uh, confidence picks pool that if you join the Patreon uh, a certain tier, I believe it's the five dollars to seven dollars tier. Minimum, the veterans minimum tier, right? Um, if you join for the veterans minimum, then you get access to that, and if you do end up winning, then you get a two hundred dollar uh, credit towards any games of your choosing. I have a question: What happens if one of us wins? <laughs> I get credited. <laughs> Game of my choosing. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But the chances of that happening, I guess, are it's still hard to do. It's probably four and whatever. <laughs> Yo, however many fill it out. Last, it's hard though. Last year, I ran a contest on uh, DraftKings for Degeneration bets, and I ended up winning it. I was going to give someone a hundred bucks, but capped it. Capped it. All right. So that is all, and we'll see you guys next time. Let's do it again.